On this week's jam-packed episode of True Story Bro, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55 has gone by last Sunday. We're going to give our analysis on that, give you guys a quick update on how the NHL is shaking up over there. Nice discussion on that. We're going to talk about basketball. D-Rose headed back to the Big Apple. Love to see it. Um, and then we talk about baseball as well. Trevor Bauer signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers. The champs, they just keep on adding to their stacked roster. And then we uh, head over to the football pitch, talk a little bit about the UEFA Champions League. Round of 16 coming up next week. We're going to give our predictions on that. All that including Parlay Party and Game of the Week on True Story Bro. Enjoy. <risa> es hora de comer. Es hora de comer. Es hora de comer. Let's do it. Welcome to another episode of True Story, bro. And Ray Dog, I guess we've the the big game that's fresh in everyone's minds. Yep. Two, the Super Bowl. We had a day to digest it and you know get over it and uh, kind of take in what happened and sum it up. Like we've had a day to digest it. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm ready to admit it. For a while, I was on the the Peyton Manning train. Now I'm ready to admit Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Well, you um you know what? They they deserve it. So he or he deserves it anyways. To win man, seven. Like in your yeah. in, in in your <laughs> like that's insane. Yep. And at 43 years old as well, like that's crazy um, to go and and still throw dimes. I mean, like Tom Brady still doesn't have the same juice as he had before, obviously. Yeah. But he 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 still played fantastic. He he's still um, taking teams to Super Bowls. But one thing I do want to look at is. <clears throat> at the other end, Kansas City. Who? So obviously, no one expected it to be that big of a blowout, right? No, I didn't even. Um, it, like, I don't know if no. I saw my bet that I made, but I predicted that uh, that the Bucks would win. But I thought it would be thirty-eight, thirty-five. Yeah, I took the Bucks too, but I did not take the over. That looked like a that looked like too risky of a game. Yeah. Well, I think um, Dave Portnoy is feeling bad now. He had the golden jacket on before the game, the over jacket. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> him, big cat, the overs club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but looking at that game though, like you know, the Chiefs had an opportunity to to go out and I guess you could say take advantage of this of this Bucks team because. You know, when you, well, honestly, this was kind of like the Super Bowl matchup that everyone thought would happen. Like, the Bucks are probably these are probably the two most talented teams in the NA, er, in the NHL in the NFL yeah. going at it toe for toe. I mean, what better 
for. I kind of found, you know, it's just unfortunate that it ended in a blowout. Like it was kind of, you you kind of knew by halftime that the game was over. It was such a, such a boring game in the second half. You never, you never know it's over till it's over. Dude, it was fucking, it was fucking like 31 to nine. And the, and the, it's only like a 22 point deficit. Brady came back from what, 25 against uh, Atlanta? Okay, we get it. Like, you're a Pats fan, but I'm a real Okay, there's a big. Like, okay. Everyone knew that game was over. Everyone. Like, Chief, uh, Chiefs receivers were dropping passes. They did not look like. Like they did not no. look like they were going to come back in the game at all. They they looked defeated. They they looked like they finally went up against a team that had an answer for them because yeah. that's the problem though. They're a team that no one had an answer for for a really really long time, and the fact that they ran just as good as them, and you know, to have to find their match, you know, it's tough. Um, yeah. I, I in, think one of the sorry, I was gonna say in my opinion they got exposed and that's what happened. They did. That's what like, I was kind of like. Even into. Me, and, me and Sips were playing uh, Warzone the other night. I guess I guess last night, last night, and yeah. uh, we were talking about that. How after the game we sat down and we we're like, you know what? That was it was so obvious that they weren't like the better team like coming in because they had no offensive line in that game. Their defense was absolute garbage. Like, they couldn't stop the run. The passing defense wasn't great either. Like, they just beat themselves into a dead horse with all the penalties they took. And, like, people were going, oh, it's the refs, it's the ref. Half of the pen, like, all the penalties that they called were right. Like, you can't hold a guy going downfield. Like, they're, like, the team that holds the most. Like, it was, it's, like, an actual stat. They were the team in the regular season that held the most during uh, passing opportunities. Yeah, that's true. They they kind of, you know, obviously the Bucks won that game. Like this isn't a case where Team A lost or where like Team yeah. A lost and and it's not Team A that won. Team A won that game. Like the like the team that came in and wanted it more. Well, I I mean saying wanted it more is a bullshit statement because like you're in the Super Bowl, of course you want it. Just the team that that came out and was more aggressive and pushed harder won the game. Yeah. Um but when I when I look at um that game, the Chiefs were playing it's almost like the Chiefs were playing against themselves. Now, here's where I'm gonna come come in and um kinda throw your statement about, you know, oh well the, the Chiefs were holding all game. I'm gonna throw this back at you. There were a couple soft calls. Like there was you know, the, there were some soft calls. Like there was one pass interference call um, I forget who was called against, but there was like a flyer out being thrown to Mike Evans and one guy like kind of like, I don't know if it was Matthew or, or Chiefs or, or someone else, but he kind of like tapped him on the shoulder. And then it, it almost looked like in soccer, whenever guys are diving to kind of draw a penalty, you know, Evans just threw himself on the ground or pretended to make it like, it's almost like he tripped on his own feet. And then the flag was being thrown. And then there was another there was another soft one in the end zone too. Like there was a minor I, I, I get it in a regular season game, that's a hold. But we were talking about it in uh, in the AFC in the NFC championship game, how there were a bunch 
holding calls. And that's what I'm kind of getting to is because there were some, there was that Aaron Rodgers interception in the first half where there was a blatant hold on Lazard and it it wasn't getting, you go to the Super Bowl and you tap a guy on the shoulder. Now it's, now it's, you know, off defensive pass interference. Like you got to find the happy medium, especially, especially I can't, I, I can't emphasize this enough, especially in a championship game. Like in, in my opinion, like championship games should be called to a minimum. Of course, these guys are going to cheat a little bit and try to, you know, not, you know, of course you got to make the extra step, but like, of course these guys are going to, try crossing the line a little bit to give themselves the advantage. You can't just go and be trigger happy. It was almost like the refs were trying to steal the show from everyone. Yeah. Which No, it is true. There was a lot of penalties in that game. Like a lot. A lot for a Super Bowl championship game. That's for sure. Yeah. It it was kind of frustrating to watch. Um, I I texted you. I I texted you this in the game earlier, Ray Dog. Um, I said or or no, it was the day after. The day after, I, I said, um, the Chiefs looked a whole lot like the Bills in the AFC yeah. Championship game. Like, a lot. Um, you know, we're and I think I might have mentioned it after the AFC Championship game. It was Josh Allen doing everything he could, trying to yeah. trying to muster up something where, where he can, um, like, you know, where he can... Uh, he's, he's just constantly trying to create something and everyone else was letting him down. And it was the same thing. Same thing was happening to Patrick Mahomes. Like he was doing everything he could to create a chance, create an opportunity for the chiefs and the chiefs just let him down. It was drop pass after drop pass. And um, Bleacher Report posted the stat after the game, Patrick Mahomes traveled 40 or Patrick Mahomes 497 yards 497 yards after the snap yeah for what over 50% of the game like this guy had a neck injury and a sprained toe and he was running around making throws like while he was falling over he was falling over and he flicked it for 30 yards name one quarterback in the league who can do that name one you know, he was being fantastic. So, you, you know, yeah. um, I, I really think that I, the, the Bucks deserve to win. Um, the team who deserved to win won. But at the same time, the Chiefs kind of beat themselves up here. This is what I'm trying to get to. You know, Patrick Mahomes is yeah. doing whatever he can. And the receivers just dropping con- like passes constantly. Like there were obvious wide open passes. Like Travis Kelsey, nine times there was there was one pass that he dropped uh, in in the um, it was like an, it was an out route. And like nine times out of ten, Travis Kelsey He's catches that. Yep. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, if the Chiefs win that game, Patrick Mahomes gets the MVP, and I think it's no discussion. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and um, obviously the the Bucks defense, as you mentioned, they were fantastic. Uh, like Devin White put on a show. Um, it, it was a mix of everything coming together for the Bucks. The defense came up huge, and Tom pulling all the strings. Playoff Whiny got a touchdown, made me a little extra yeah. money. Thank you, Betway. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, it was a perfect night for the Bucks, dog. Can I add in a few stats here? Because I'm the stats guy usually. Yep. First of all, I just want to talk about the representation in this game. We had the first female referee in a Super Bowl. Yep. We also had Arians, all three coordinators, offensive, defensive, and uh, special teams were black. Yep. It's the first time that's ever happened. And he had two full-time women's coaches on the Bucks staff as well. As Here's a stat for you, Tom. Every player that scored in the Super Bowl for Bucks wasn't on the team last year. Brady, Gronk, A.B., Lenny, and suck up the kicker. Yeah, just it goes to show like how many adjustments the Bucks made. Like, yeah, you know it's so hard to to turn a team around overnight. But like, all credit goes to Arians and um and, and the GM for yeah way turning turning this team into like an instant competitor. I suppose you could say and and. Uh, yeah, it was a great game played, uh, and, it, and it was a great team. And I kind of thought that for a while, Leon or uh, not Leon, Lenny. Uh, I'm getting my Lenny's mixed up. Uh, <clears throat> I'm getting my NFL and NHL mixed up. Uh, you know, Leonard Fournette. For a while, he looked like he wasn't going to work out for the Bucks. Like he was a healthy scratch at one point in the season, uh, if I do yeah. recall. You know, so it was, um, you know, it, it's great to see Leonard Fournette turn around because as a Bama fan, as much as I hated Leonard Fournette, he was so much fun to watch at LSU. And he had such high expectations coming in uh, to his career with uh, with the Jags. And, and now to see everything come together for Leonard Fournette and to see yep. Gronk back again, that was fun to watch. I hope Gronk comes back for another year. That was, uh, I do too. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, so, it, you know, I guess, uh, the one question that might not be getting asked enough is where do the chiefs go from here? Guys, uh, I'm going to find a quote here real quick on Instagram that I saw the other day. Yeah. But I'm going to throw it to you here. Cause I don't want to get it wrong. Who said it? Um, give me a second. Here it is. To go up against one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback of all time in his 150th Super Bowl is going to be a great experience. Yeah. You know. Like, that that's a perfect experience for them. That was the perfect experience. and It's a huge learning curve for them. I think it is. And I think they learned a lot about their team there and what they have to do in the offseason and what they have to address. I think they need, obviously, the O-line and run defense is going to be the focus. Yeah. And, uh, but they'll definitely be back. They'll be back. Yeah, I, I agree that they'll, they'll be back and, and they'll be more competitive than ever. Just, you know, you, you know, you, you look at that, you, you look at that, you know, it, it's such a heartbreaker for the chiefs to have such a, yeah. a great year. And then for it to end like that, it, it's, it's definitely, tough to deal with um well if you think too they didn't really have sammy watkins i think he played like one or two snaps just because he was still hurt i think yeah like and like that guy makes a big difference being your like third wide receiver your second wide receiver right like because isn't it like uh 
because so far Mahomes' favorite targets are Hill, Nicole Hardman, and Travis yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. But just going going back to to you know, if you asked me that if the if you told me that the Chiefs would get blown out in Super Bowl fifty five, I'd call you a dumbass. Um yeah. you know also you look at Patrick Mahomes, you know, and, and it's so funny how like stats tell such a different story than the eye test. If I didn't watch yeah. that game and you told me that Patrick Mahomes threw for two hundred and seventy yards and he only and he threw two picks, I would have thought either yeah. Pat had a terrible game or he was just unlucky. It's so unheard of to hear Patrick Mahomes not throwing a touchdown. Like it's unreal, especially in the Super Bowl. Speaking of the INT thing. uh, So Tom Brady has only thrown multiple INTs in the Super Bowl once. And Patrick Mahomes has already done that twice. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of, um, lot safer of a quarterback too yeah like he played he played a safe game like he didn't have any really throws in that game where it was like oh fuck that's a pick no yeah there might have been i might have saw one or two throws like that where it was like oh that's a little iffy of a throw but other than that like he didn't have any iffy throws if i could it uh, one word to perfectly describe brady's performance is game manager Exactly. You know, he wasn't taking over at all. Like he wasn't um, doing anything outrageous. He was just managing that game, and he was just, you know, get the first down, next snap, get the first but, down, and it kept on building up, right? Yeah, that's all experience, and that's how you got to play in that type of situation. You got to be yeah. safe, and you got to be game controlling because that's what it matters about. Yeah, and and going back to what you said about the Chiefs as being a learning curve, I think that they can definitely learn from this. The fact that, you know, Patrick Mahomes can look at how Brady played and go, well, I can still play my gunslinger. I I can still play my gunslinger style, but how can I do a better job of managing the game? And also um, the defense, they can look at the defense and go, what can we do differently next season so that yeah. we're not – I think you need a couple pieces to – I think the Chiefs need a couple pieces on the defense. And it's kind of exactly. weird because um, in the 2000s, the Chiefs were known for having a gnarly defense. Like that was a really tough defense to play against. Yeah. And now in the 2020s, it's all about the offense. And, you know, yeah. the, the I, I know I sound like a broken record saying it because it's been said so many times, but – defense does win championships if you can if you can stop the team that you're going up against from creating offensive opportunities you set yourself up to win the game yeah that's exactly and um like that whole bucks defensive line could have won super bowl mvp in my opinion yeah I, they were outrageous outrageous i kind of had a feeling like, that devin white was JT, get it. uh jpp white and barrett were just hounds out there like they were just thirsty for blood and that that's what they're out for and like every time like you said 50 percent, they were getting to the quarterback yeah they're and you know jpp just man what a guy eh? losing his fingers yeah. from losing his fingers to super bowl champ it's uh yeah. you know life life's good at right now at jpp but yeah like you know it wouldn't have been a stretch to say that uh to, to say that uh that Devin White should have been MVP. He was laying out tackles. It was just every single receiver was blanketed 
the quarterback was being pressured. Now keep in mind, yeah. the Chiefs lost Eric Fisher in the AFC Championship game, and you know I don't want to. Tonight proved that football is the ultimate team sport. You know, you need yeah. a full effort from every guy on that field in order to win the game. And I know one guy doesn't change the entire outlook of a game, but Eric Fisher is a huge loss. Well, also, you think they didn't have uh, Duvernay Latter-Diff all year either. Yeah, that was that was tough like, too. Like they, so not having LDT or Eric Fisher. But then I could also argue this and say that while they won, they won 14 games without LDT. I think the yeah, O lines. I fine. understand that. I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. But like when it comes to the Super Bowl and you're missing guys, he would have been a key piece that you could have slid in there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and, and you know, I know no one really talks about O line as the O line as much unless you're like <clears throat> hardcore football guy. But you know, I recall yeah. in that Super Bowl, LDT was a huge piece. Like he really, he was. That, like yeah. in that Super Bowl game, he did a fantastic job of making of being that brick wall that the, that O line was, and you know just I think uh, you know what I think you know what I think it is Ray Dog. I think that the Chiefs had the yips. The yips. I think they I think <laughs> they had the yips. They had the jitters in there, and you know that's something yeah. that, and especially uh, as a team that's defending champs, that makes me nervous. Makes me nervous to see yeah. that uh, team is uh, defending a championship and they have the yips. Oh yeah, another thing we found out: you can still get streakers during COVID time. Yeah, exactly. And and did you hear about that guy's did... story? Yeah, he bet fifty k on a prop bet on himself that was plus seven fifty, and he won three hundred seventy five grand. <laughs> Damn, that guy! That guy is a true Freddie Van Vliet guy. He bet on himself. Yeah. Bet on himself. That's yeah. that's so inspirational too. Bet on yourself, and bet you on can, yourself, kids. And you yeah, can, bet on yourself, kids, and you can make your dreams come true. Bet on yourself, and you can make yourself enough, and you can make enough money to pay your own bail. <laughs> exactly. Like what? Isn't that what happened? Like the guy, like he used. Yeah, he some used a thousand dollars of the money he won to pay for his bill. Like, damn, I would too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I want to see the streaker. You know, I want to see the guy get tackled. Yeah. I, I think that I and and also um Jim Nance is the worst person to call a streaker. Like why couldn't we have had Kevin Harlan calling it like as if he was like a part of the game? Exactly. Um so yeah, no, it was a really good game. Also the weekend's halftime performance was really fun. I, you know, I apparently I, I uh, love the the only part I didn't like was all with the lights and the stuff, and he was like spinning. Like my fucking like eyes felt like they're going like retarded. Yeah, well that that was like, <laughs> like I felt like I was having a seizure almost because I was like I can't watch this. You know what it looked like, Grey Dog? It it looked like the uh, photo shoot for his album cover. Yeah, because remember in January whenever he was hyping up that album, there was like promo videos with that little character in it every time what i'm really happy about is that um the weekend took off the the face makeup like the the prosthetics he took all that off because you know you know i didn't want to i didn't want to have hot squidward um doing like doing my halftime show that's what i thought he looked like whenever he had like the face prosthetics 
I think everybody did. I thought he looked like the hot Squidward. I didn't see that enough on social media. I did not see enough comparisons to that. But I saw a couple memes. I don't know how many there were, but I saw a couple definitely. Damn, I'm gonna get my meme guy switched up. And yeah, but you know, I I I I thought of it. I I I thought it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, a lot of people. Like a a lot of um hard headed people who don't like to have fun thought that it was dumb. They thought, oh man, weekend, man, man, man. Why was it the weekend? Why did he call himself the weekend? Shouldn't he be the weekday? <laughs> like, shut up. Um, it was awesome. I was singing along to every song. Um, me too. He played. Yeah. He well, he played all his best songs. The first three were the best because it was like it, it was throwbacks and it kind of like made you not think about COVID for a second. Like yeah. I thought of the Hills and Starboy when it was simpler times. Yeah. And then uh, I Can't Feel My Face kind of reminded me of uh, what year was that? Like Madden 16? That game, that song was I in think the game? So. Made me think of uh, whenever I so. I'd get blown out um, <laughs> as the as the Raiders. Um, now we get the- throw it in rotation. Yeah, man. Now Every I, time we get blown out. Now I now I just want to blow my back out and get blown out on the score. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. About oh yeah, the Super Bowl. and uh, I guess shout out to the guy who uh, told us to take the over on the national anthem. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Like shout out, but also kind of like fuck you because like all didn't like all <laughs> sports books remove it because I checked. I don't know, but Betway didn't have it. I know that. They did have it, and then they removed it. Oh, maybe because of that then? Yeah, that's what, like, a lot of bookies removed it. Yeah. So, kind of shout out, but at the same time, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else on the Super Bowl, dog? Do you want me to talk about Tom Brady for a minute? Because I kind of want to talk about Tom Brady for a minute. Sure. I'm kind of going to do it. I'm going to do like uh, Ye- split his career into three, and then I'm going to do a bit of goat talk. Yes. I'm going to compare him to other goat. And yes, I want your the, the, the three careers of Tom Brady. You get on. You get on your soapbox. I'll 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 let you okay. get on your soapbox for a little bit. So we're going to split Tom Brady's career into three here. So from 01 to 07, he had 86 wins, 100, 197 touchdowns, 2600, 364 yards. And three titles. The three titles more than John Elway. The yards are more than Bob Grease. Uh, the touchdowns more than Joe Namath's had. And the wins are more than Roger Staubach. And then from 2008 to 14, um, he had 73 wins, which is more than Kurt Warner. 195 touchdowns, which is more than Ken Stabler. Uh, 2,600, 812 yards, which is more than Br- Brat Starr. And one title, which is more than Dan Marino. And then from 2015 to present, he's had 70 wins, which is more than Otto Graham, 189 touchdowns, which is more than Troy Aikman, 2,546 yards, more than Sammy Baugh, and two titles, which is more than Brett Favre. So Tom Brady has had three Hall of Fame careers. Do you dispute that, Tommy, or do you think that's fact? No, like I said, like, you know, I admit it. He's like I like I finally admit it. I was a I was a Peyton guy. I always thought, you know, he had all the records whenever he retired, had the title, rode off into the sunset. But you know what? 
the fact that Tom Brady's 43 and he's still going and he's still keeping his body in shape, I think it's no dispute that he's the greatest of all time. And it's going to take, whether it's Patrick Mahomes or some other quarterback that comes along, whether they're drafted in the seventh round, undrafted, drafted in the first round, first overall, doesn't matter. It's going to take a quarterback with a lot of skill, a lot of grit, to uh, come along yeah. and, and, and beat this guy, like to knock this guy off the top. Um, one thing that I will say annoyed me, and I posted it on the, uh, on the account, true story underscore pod, or is it pod underscore or underscore pod? It's uh, true story bro underscore pod. So on at true story bro underscore pod, um, I posted about Habs fans. Or no, I might have posted on Twitter. I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure. But um, Habs Twitter was like everyone was like, "Oh my goodness, uh, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls. Is he the greatest athlete of all time?" And then, um, like, Habs fans were like filling up Twitter, going, "Um, actually, like it was the most actually moment ever." Actually, Henry Richard won 10, won 11, and John Bellivo yeah. won 10. Like, shut up, dude. In that era of hockey, like, yeah. Stan Mikita would, like, I remember watching a documentary on, like, hockey in the 70s, and there was a clip of Stan Mikita about to walk onto the ice, and as he was in the tunnel, he was, like, taking the smoke that was in his mouth, and he threw it on the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> like in that era, dudes would go and, like, smash a gin and tonic and a pack of smokes and go out and score a hat trick. And you didn't even have to lift the puck. Also, you didn't have to lift the puck once and you could score four goals. Like that era of hockey was super easy to, to win in. Also, the Habs were like the equivalent of today's like Yankees. They just had all the money and just did what they wanted basically yeah. and signed who they wanted. And all the other teams were just took the leftovers basically. Yeah. So like. And it's facts. You can't dispute that. That's what happened. Yeah. So like. You know, I think um, to compare a guy who's playing until he like I don't know I it's greatness without a doubt like on and Henry isn't even like when it goes to the to the greatest of all time dispute like Henry isn't even in there it's his brother so he's not even the best Richard brother. yeah I know you know so like like people still think his brother's one of the greatest to ever do it which I mean you could yeah, argue he, he is. is. The guy has a goal-scoring trophy named after him. That's a kind of big Yeah, deal. and I mean, uh, I can pull up, like, so uh, um, hockey reference or stats reference or whatever. Um, they like to take players' stats from back in the day and, like, bring them to, like, the equivalent of, a, like, of an 82-game season, like what numbers they would put up. Oh, that's cool. That, that's actually dope. That's in an 82-game season. And I'll say this about uh, Morris Richard. Um, if you, I'm looking for it right now. Uh, hold on. I gotta find it. it. It's something like if you convert it to uh, 82 games or something like that. Uh, so adjusted. So here's his adjusted stats. If you adjusted his career totals to um in a regular 82 game season okay um he yep. would have 653 goals 
576 assists for uh, 1,220 or 1,229 points. That's good. Yeah, it is. And like, would that goals not put him like eighth, ninth all time? He'd be up there for sure. Yeah. Anyway, so my point is, is that Habs fans uh, should shut up. <laughs> and and yeah. that no one cares about he I'll I'll tell you this though this is not adjust this stat is not adjusted to 82 game schedules um this is his actual career totals yeah. he had 1287 penalty minutes he had more he had more penalty minutes than he would have points if he played in an 82 game season um, but yes, yeah, so just my but, point is with that is that Habs fans should shut up. Okay. Now, Tom, I'm going to give you an idea I got from Colin Coward. <sighs> no, no, just No, just I listen. listen to Colin Coward just like a, every now and then. I like to, I like to hear the, I like, to, I, I like, uh, I like to I like hear him. the hot takes. Like, I, I, and I also like to hear his comparisons too. Like, you know what? He's like a sports car. Or no, he's like an SUV. Reliable, well, can get you there. Anyways, whatever. Well, this is what he did. He did Brady or, and this is all goats. So I'm going to ask you, Tom, and get your opinion. Brady or Babe Ruth? Brady. Brady or Muhammad Ali? Ali. See, this is really tough because it's like two different sports. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, this is a because now the whole thing is they're comparing goats now and they're comparing yeah, different I know, sports. But it's so tough, and this is why he did this. He he did not say Ali because he said that Ali fell off during the end of his career, which he did. But Muhammad Ali is still one of the greatest, and he was kind of a pioneer, and he did all a lot for uh, black people and kind of started a movement too He's back pioneer then. Boxing. So I'll move on. Yeah, and I'll go on and say Brady or Lionel Messi. Uh, Brady, nine nine day, like okay. n- like not even close. Seven days a week. Brady or Michael Phelps. Brady. Yeah. What? I said it. This is the one where I go Michael Phelps. He's a fucking fish. This dude is a fish. He has twenty three gold. And how medals. old is Michael Phelps? Um. He's not older than Brady. Did he retire? I believe. I believe. Yes. yes. Exactly. Brady's forty-three, and he's still. He's thirty-five Brady, years old. Brady's forty-three, and he's still like in it. Brady's forty-three. But the guy has twenty-three gold medals in and swimming, Brady, and some of them he didn't even he didn't he won by a lot. Like wasn't even close. And to I number take two Brady. Guys. I take Brady over Usain Bolt easily. And okay. I'm not even I'm not okay. even a Brady guy. And here's where I here's where I say no. Brady plays a. I, I respect it, but listen, I'd go Brady. Michael Brady is a 43 year old man. I believe he's as old as my parents. Yeah. This guy plays a high contact sport where you can get injured real bad, maybe even end your life. Yeah, and he is still playing at a highly competitive form. And he's still throwing dimes, and he's still winning yeah. Super Bowls. I, I respect that. I respect it, though. I, I just go Michael Phelps here, and then I'll go Brady or Wayne Gretzky. Uh, 
I, I'll just say this. Brady couldn't get it done in L.A. Exactly, exactly. And that's exactly what Colin Coward if said. If Gretzky... Uh, Brady or Tiger? Uh, Brady. Or I'll, I'll let you, no, I'll let you finish your... Like I was going to say, say Gretzky. if Gretzky could have got it done and beat the Habs and won the chip with L.A., then I would take Gretzky over Brady. Because Gretzky Gretzky was kind of okay. old whenever he was with the Rangers and like his his last season was yeah. nothing his last season was nothing special, but the season before that, he put up decent numbers. No. Well, even it's like Colin said, he had seven losing seasons, but he did have eight straight MVPs. Exactly. And for how many years was it? Like he was it, for how many years was it? It was him, Yager, and, and Lemieux that were the point leaders? I believe it was 11 or... Exactly. 13, 11, somewhere from like 11 so to like 12. So if you can be in the race for like... So if you can be leading in your league or at least in the race for the league leader in points for that long, like, you know, that that's fantastic. I would even argue... This is an argument for another episode, but I would even argue Brady over, or not Brady, uh, Gretzky over LeBron. And and yeah. here's another thing: I think Gretzky was that, a yeah. freak athlete. Like, remember that one time where it was like uh, they they brought Wayne Gretzky to do a hundred meter sprint against a bunch of other athletes that were like the greatest in their sport at the time, and Gretzky fucking smoked everyone. Yeah, and he like smoked him like yeah. he's he's a freak athlete he put up crazy numbers he's got four stanley cups but i i still i still have to put brady just because he could not get the job done yeah. in la then i got brady or brady. tiger easily tiger can't yeah because tiger kind of fell off but he did have his 10 years in a row yeah but tiger dominant. can't now tiger can't hit a drive without like tearing every muscle yeah. on his back and, Throwing his back and out. Brady's 43 <laughs> yeah. he's healthy and he's better than like normally when a guy's 43 and he's playing quarterback he's there as a backup Brady is 43 he's a starting quarterback and he's better than I would say maybe 60% of the quarterbacks in the league yeah exactly Brady, Brady. or LeBron Brady or Michael Jordan? Now this is the hardest one. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw it today too, but TSN posted that little picture of them I'd looking still at have each to other. Say Brady, just because like LeBron or, or yeah. Jordan retired and then came back, and he won. He won a championship whenever he retired, but then like. I don't know. They they didn't win another championship since Jordan's last year in in ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's uh, those are my picks. The the only was there. How many guys did I take over? Uh, did I take anyone over Brady? You took Muhammad Ali. Okay, yeah, I, I took Muhammad Ali just because Muhammad Brady. Ali was the greatest in his sport for yep. so long. Anything else on uh, on the Super Bowl, dog? Yep. 
No, I so think where do you want to go on. now? Do you want to go MLB talk about uh, big move made in LA, or do you just want to give a quick update on the NHL right now? Why don't we go MLB and then we can do um, we can do the big move to LA and then we can talk about uh, Drew all right. Robinson. So big move to LA, uh, Trevor Brower or Brower, Trevor Bauer signed. Uh, I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention to baseball. Um, what what's his uh, what's his deal look like, dog? I believe it's a four year. Give me a second here. I'm going to check it. I want to get it right because uh, Trevor Bauer New Deal. So, okay, here I got it. So he agreed to um, three years, $102 million with the Dodgers. Okay, that's a good deal, though. That That's kind of three-year, $102 He's pitcher in the league right now. Yep, he's coming off a of Cy Young winning uh, and, season. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. And the Dodgers <laughs> just bolster the – the Dodgers just bolster their bullpen or their rotation, I should say. Yeah. So now with Kershaw, Bauer, and uh, Walker Bueller. So does that? So you know, does that make the Dodgers like the like? Is that it? Like, should we all just like pack it in and just say like, okay, Dodgers, you guys, you guys win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it it kind of does. Like it makes it hard to win a World Series against them when think for three games you're going to be facing three of the top pitchers in the league. Like they have three of the top ten pitchers in the league. Yeah, it, right it's now. Just so and then their offense too. Uh, did they get Justin Turner back? Yeah, Justin yeah, Turner so is they back. Got, they got him I back. Believe. They have Mookie. They have uh, you know Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, probably one of my favorite. Fav- favorite ball player one of them anyways um so you know it's not even fair to play against the dodgers anymore and you know um obviously not not every i mean we saw it in the super bowl but not every time the most talented team wins especially in baseball um i find baseball is the sport where it's most likely to have the best team in the league lose yeah, it was like uh, the um, the Red Sox when that season they went like 102 yeah. or something. Remember that? With like they had Mookie and they had uh, J.D. Martinez have like that insane yeah. season. And then I forget who they lost to, but they like lost in the playoffs like the first or second round. And it was like, oh. yeah, like it's almost like the playoffs is just a totally different beast. And like it's kind of funny because you'd mentioned yeah. like – rotations you know you one game you're facing the team's best pitcher and then the next night you're going to be facing the team's worst so it's like you know yeah um it's kind of funny how it all shakes up and i mean also you mentioned the yankees just having so much money and signing all these guys and constantly having a stacked team sometimes the yankees can't even compete in their own division like the Yankees, yeah. like sometimes the Yankees with Giancarlo Stanton 
and uh, Aaron Judge and and I did DJ DJ LeMahieu and like and uh, and ugh, what's the guys uh, J- and James Paxton and like all these guys like sometimes they have a hard a world a world Chapman. sometimes they have a hard yeah, time over. keeping up in their own division. So baseball is kind of funny where yeah. you can have the most stacked team, but you know, money ball, man, you know, it's, all that matters is getting on base. Well, exactly. Um, just uh, like this year, obviously Tampa Bay Rays, they made the, they made the world series, obviously with the lowest salary in baseball. And it's an example of money ball. Like I believe just, just alone, um, Bueller's contract, um, Bell or sorry, Bellinger's, Kershaw's, and Mookie's were all more than the whole Tampa Bay Rays team's salary. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's kind of weird how things work out like that. Um, you yeah. know, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this season shakes up. Um, it. it <laughs> Like I wouldn't be surprised if I saw the the Dodgers losing in the in the ALDS. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Dodgers hoisting the pennant again next year. I I think it all just depends on on how they play going forward. But uh, as as I keep saying a million times, we're just gonna have to see how things shake out. Um, obvious, obviously, yep. um, the Dodgers have to be the favorite to win now. So, yep. Yeah. No, it's uh it's it's interesting. We've been the Toronto was kind of you know, pushing to get Trevor Bauer, but unfortunately it doesn't work out and yep. um well, we still have a chance to bring home Yeah, Maple. It, and it would be In nice. Classes. I I think, you know, not only what yeah. would be good for Toronto, like to help win games, but also what would be great for the league here in Canada would be to see the Jays yeah. get an actual super, some Canadian boys. superstar, not just a Canadian guy, a Canadian superstar. Not just Michael yeah, or, Saunders or, <laughs> hitting for Brent runs Murray. in the season. <laughs> You know, like yeah. someone that that actually is a great ball player, and there's a lot of good Canadians right now. Canada just keeps pumping out these pitchers too. Like, you know, you got James Paxton and and Mikey Soroka. Yeah. So, Mikey Soroka, and that that little ta- that BC ta- uh, like BC's like yeah, I know. It all started with uh, oh, what's his name there? Uh, it's like Larry something. Played for the Rockies. Larry, Larry Robinson. Robinson. Isn't that a hockey player? No. That's that's his, his name. I think you're confusing someone. No. I'm Larry Robinson sure Larry uh, played for the Habs, man. Is his name Larry? I have no then? idea. As you can tell, uh, I don't really pay attention to baseball. Um, wasn't he Larry inducted Walker. to the Hall of Fame last year? Larry Walker, yeah, no, we're totally we're 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 total baseball guys. We're baseball guys. We swear. 
We, we swear we know our stuff, guys. okay? I had mark keeping in grade exactly. nine for English. I know my base of mark keeping. One time, wherever he is, wherever he probably is, probably not there. listening to the podcast. But if he ever finds it, shout out mark keeping. Um, you, ch- you chirped me for you are my hero. Uh, my plus minus once during a school tournament. Um, didn't see the guy for like a year. Didn't see the guy for a year and a half. And first thing he yep. said to me was. Hey Thomas, had a nice minus three today. And then I was like, God damn it, I'm so happy I'm not in your class. Yeah. yeah. I remember calling him a pile on. Because right. he said something about he because uh we had a tournament one time and I scored and he goes, I can't believe you scored. I'm like, well, I'm better than you because yeah, at least I'm not a pile that on. That was keeping's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, intramural just stand back door like absolutely dummy kids who were like, t- like he what was double guy. the size he was of. So he, I that was actually the best English class I've ever had, though. Like looking back on it, yeah. Like you know, he was he was a pretty sick teacher. Uh, he could chirp though. Guy, yeah. Guy had spit game. He like, could. There were times could. where like. He would say something, and I just you just didn't know how to respond. There was also a picture somewhere of a young Mark keeping with no shirt on, holding a case of beer over his head. And I still haven't been able to find that picture yep. since, but I know it's out there. Yeah, shout out! Shout out to my! Shout out to my! Shout, shout out, out to my to grade keeping. nine English Our teacher hero. for teaching me about baseball when I still don't pay attention to it. Um, so yeah, I really apologize for that. Don't know a whole lot about baseball, but what I, one thing I do know is that the Dodgers are set up for success right now. And you, speaking of success, uh, you have a pretty good success story to tell about as well, coming from the, the ball diamond. Yeah, I do. Uh, Drew Robinson. So one morning he woke up, it was just a normal day for him, but, uh, he ultimately decided he was going to try to take his own life. And uh, he had shot himself in the face and he had lost his eye. And for a point, he just sat there on the couch contemplating for 21 hours whether he was going to call 911 or not. And he ultimately decided to. And uh, they're able to save him, but uh, all he lost was his eye. And now he's coming back to play for the Giants and uh, making a comeback. And he talked, he talked about his story and he wants everybody to know, like, just because you're an athlete, and you have this big platform doesn't mean that you're always able to speak out or that you're, you don't have like demons inside of you. Like basically everybody's human and everybody goes through something and mental illness can affect everybody. Like it's affected him for years since he was like a young kid and he just never got the help. So if you're ever going through something and you need help, there's resources out there and just yeah, don't be afraid sure. to reach and, out. And, and well put too. And it, it's such a, heartwarming thing to see and and unfortunate that um you know he took that path and it's and i can't and i you know yeah my heart feels my heart feels full um hearing that he's coming that he's coming back and and that he's um that he's in a better place now um 
and you know i i just love seeing that athletes and and just people with a platform just trying to speak up about um things like like mental health and and uh and you know um it's hard to put into words right now but you know um things like mental health and and yeah. uh, and, and disability and 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 other things like that it's it really uh, it puts a smile on my face to not only see that people are speaking up, but that also people are, are stronger for their for their um, for their setbacks, and that um, uh, they're they're pushing through, and and that they're uh, they're they're trying to tell people that it gets better. Exactly, and especially with like COVID and stuff now, it's been hard for people. Like, that's one of the reasons he said that, like, caused him to go down that road was without baseball and he didn't really have anything. And it just kind of made him – he said he was, like, among his thoughts, basically. It, and it, it has just got been. overwhelming. And if you experience that, don't let, don't let them get overwhelming. Like, everybody's here to talk. You know, you have friends. Like, that's, that's one of the reasons me and Tommy do this podcast is to try to, you know, get connect. a break from the real life and just yeah, be able to you talk. Know, it you know? it's, it, it might connect. seem like a fun podcast that, you know – we're we're just we're just doing to talk about sports, but really all we talk about when we when we hang out in person. I wish we could be recording in person right now, dog. But you know, like all we talk about is sports, and it's just a fun yeah. way to just hang out and um, have you guys creep into our sick minds and uh, you know listen to to what's on our listen to what's on our minds. So um, yeah, for sure. As dog said, you know it, it's. Yeah. Always good to reach out, and just because, um, and, and I and I, the the words, uh, and every time mental health comes up, I just think about Robin Leonard's speech at the NHL awards last time we were allowed to have awards. Yeah. Um, I I didn't have just because I didn't have good mental health doesn't mean I'm mentally weak, and I I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't put that into better words, you know, it, the, opening up and, and um, discussing is the first, is the first sign of strength. Do we have dog here with us? We might be having some technical difficulties here. Uh, we might be losing dog. Uh, we'll be right back. And, in the meantime, don't go anywhere. We're just going to get this uh, technical difficulty figured out. All right. So we're back. Uh, sorry about that. A little technical difficulty there. But um, yeah, so a little heavy discussion about uh, about mental health. But it's good that we're, that we're discussing that. Um, yeah. But back to the topics at hand, of course, uh, talking about sports and, and kind of getting back into that little escape from reality, I guess you could say. Um, the NHL. We haven't really updated anyone on the NHL. Um, so Football, football, football. Yeah, it's been football of Palooza for the past couple of days. Uh, now we can get talking about hockey again. Um, so... Last time we were talking, the Sens were brutal. I mean, they're still losing games, but not as badly. Um, three two tonight. Three two. That's they covered. They covered. They're covering against West teams. It's amazing. I know. And and one thing I will say though, 
is that um, at the whenever remember one time I I don't know if I said it here but remember one time I said that um, excuse me uh, Matt Murray looks nervous in yep. net for the past I don't know ever since they came back and they were in Montreal Matt Murray looks. He he looks calm, cool, collected. He looks like the guy that Ottawa paid thirty million dollars to get. He also looks like the guy who won two Stanley Cups with Pittsburgh. Exactly, and and I think that uh, a lot of people want to give Murray a hard time. You know, um, coming to a new team, Matt Murray's kind of gone through a lot because he was coming to. He wasn't really in the best situation over in Pittsburgh and, yeah. you know, had a newborn at home and all of this stuff, new team, new city, everything, um, you know, and, and not only that, he went from a team that's always in the Stanley Cup conversation to a rebuilding team, one that's on the rise. I, I know, I know at two ten and one, it's really hard to say that they're on the rise, but they are. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a tough adjustment, but it looks like Matt Murray is finally, especially with the shortened postseason as well. Um, yeah. That's that, and no training camp. Well, not no training camp. Shortened training camp. Like, uh, what was it in December? Like at around the holidays, that's whenever he was finally yeah. able to hit the ice exactly, and, and then like and get going lot- with the team. I forget how many guys haven't played for the Sens at all, like 17 or 13 or something. Yeah. Like never played for the Sens. And it's hard when you have what, like a couple, a couple weeks of training camp or a week or so of training camp. And then you have to come right in the season and try to get your identity and your team morale figured out and your chemistry and all this. And especially with all the protocols, this can be overwhelming for a lot of players. Like just not not just Matt Murray, but a lot of the other guys. And it can be hard to settle into because it's different and it's something you haven't experienced before. Exactly. But I will say this though: now, now more than ever, Ottawa needs to get their shit together, and they need to start um, kind of. They need to keep this glue thing, this this glue thing going. Like things need to start coming together which it seems like they are, yeah. um, you know, um, looking at it like um, in this division, here's how tightly contested the, the division is. The margin of points between first and second is three. The margin between second and third is three. The margin of point, and I'm talking about points, sorry. Yep. Yep. I should have mentioned that before, but the margin of, of points between uh, third and fourth is one margin of point difference between um, uh, fourth and fifth is one margin between fifth and sixth is one or sorry margin between uh, um, fourth and fifth is two uh, sorry and margin between uh, fifth and sixth is one margin between sixth and seventh is uh, six yeah so now now's the time to get things together because it is a tight division it is really hard to win in and like a lot of these divisions are tight right now. Like a lot. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> credit to, I got to give a shout out to the NHL here. They put together, yeah. they did a great job putting together these divisions. Yep. We get awesome matchups every night. But like I said, you know, the North divisions are really hard division to win in right now. And you need to get, you need to get it going because, 
Um, Montreal's on a, on a hot run. So is Toronto. So is Winnipeg. So is Edmonton. All these teams are on fire right now. And, you know, it, it's just, it, it's going to be too, it's going to be too close to call for the entire season. It's going to come right down to the wire. You know, I, I think every position, uh, it's the same. I know we say this all the time, but every position is up for grabs. And Ottawa needs to get it together. And it seems like they slowly are. But um, one thing that I was going to get to, though, is everyone was complaining about DJ Smith trying to get the lineups. And even I was. I was a little confused as to what DJ was doing. It seems like he's starting to figure out, you know, who's regularly in the lineup, who isn't, you know, who's going to, you know, you know, who's regularly on this line, who's regularly on this line, who's in, who's out, you know, it's all trial and error right now. Um, And as much as it sucks that to be two ten and one, you know, you know what works and what doesn't. I will say this though. I was watching that game against the Oilers and, and God, Ottawa needs a backup because Murray can't do it all. Yeah. All three goals that Hogberg let in tonight were muffins. Were they, they were terrible. They were awful. Well, I don't mind because it helps me because I took that booster tonight. At, uh, I think it was six and a half. Oh, no, I'm not that mad either because, you know, it's <laughs> I, I, I was betting on the game too. I was betting against my favorite team. But Betway's been doing some nice boosters, eh? Have you been getting on it, in on that action? I got in on it last night. One, you know, yeah. it was a nice day. But just... Um, you know, like I said, it's it's all about um, it, it, it's all it's all a process, and and they need, just they they need to get it together. They need to figure it out, and um, they need a backup goalie because Hogberg's terrible. He is yeah. off. It it's not even close, like or not even funny, I should say. Um, you know, that's all I have to say about that. The team played great in front of in front of. Hogberg, and then Matt Murray came in and pro- uh, provided a lot of relief and kept Ottawa in that game. And I mean, that was we talked earlier about who won and who lost. I mean, we know who won and lost in the Super Bowl, but like, did Kansas lose that game or did Tampa win that game? Ottawa lost. They were yeah. they peppered Koskinen with shots. Um, that was Ottawa's game for the taking, and Koskinen played a. And, um, you know, the, <laughs> if you ask me, I think that game ends 2 nothing for Ottawa. If, if anyone, literally anyone other than Marcus Hogberg's in that. <laughs> um, oh, it takes me back when the, when the Blackhawks had J.F. Berube, the worst fucking goalie on the earth. Yeah. I remember that whole season. Every time they, they had him in net, I'm like, okay, there's a loss chalk it just chalk it up i don't think he fucking won a game for them that year like don't think he did sorry that was my little rant but i fucking hate jf berube yeah i didn't know you felt so strongly against jf berube oh i hate the guy hate the guy like with a passion yeah (laughs) no that's uh that's kind of that's kind of harsh, but you know, I, I understand. You know, I'm kind of the, I'm feeling uh, that frustration against Marcus Hogberg, and I mean, 
at, at what point do you call up uh, Philip Gustafson and say, hey, buddy, you know, we traded away Derek Broussard and, and you, you've been looked at as the goalie of tomorrow. Now it's time for you to come in. I honestly thought they would have. Yeah. Would they not have him on their taxi squad right now, though? Uh, no, I think he's in Belleville just so like he can actually be playing games. Oh. And the AHL season starts soon, so uh, we're going to... Do they still have that guy they got from Vancouver? Uh, Nilsson? No, he was traded to Tampa. Oh, he was in the... Uh, was he in that uh, Cedric Paquette deal? Yeah. In Coburn? Yeah. Has Paquette played yet? Yeah, Paquette's got some ice time. Okay. He he's on the bottom six. I mean, like he's kind of one of those grinders, tough guys. Like he's pretty much been doing what Ottawa's asked him to do. But I yeah. mean, like we have too many Derek Pockets and and Derek Ste- or not Derek Cedric Pockets and and Derek Stepons and and it's just um it, it showed. But now they're they seem to be turning a corner and playing better. And you know every you know obviously I wasn't predicting a winning season but I was predicting a season where the Senators would put up a fight and it's starting to look like the Senators are putting up that fight that everyone thought that they had well Derek Stefan changed the number back to 21 so here's hoping that's turning the corner yeah it's like the it's like the I don't know I don't know Bobby Ryan yeah the Bobby Ryan upside down it's a nine now yeah there we go shout out Drizzy Um, Drake also, did you catch that reference in the Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Or before the Super Bowl, I should say. Yeah, I saw that. Like, oh no, not again! Back to back, like back to back, like on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I saw what they were doing there. I saw that. Um, also, another thing we didn't mention about the Super Bowl, we had a lot of Canadians represented in that. Yeah, we did. Nate Burleson did the Nickelodeon game again. Yeah, and uh, we had Anthony Oclair in the game. Yeah, at tight end for uh, the box, small town Quebec guy. Yep. Uh, but uh, focusing on uh, the NHL here, and I think like the biggest news coming out of the NHL this week is obviously uh, Patrick Line, newly acquired. Um, yeah. Uh, PLD hasn't played yet. He's in tonight, um, and I believe if. I, right now, uh, the score. Or I need to look. Give me a second here. I'm gonna look at the. I got zero zero at the end of the first. Yeah, zero zero at the end of the first. So so nothing big uh, happening there. But um, yeah. So so PLD's in for the for the Jets. Uh, exciting stuff there. But uh, PL PLD's played three minutes in the game and has no anything. Yeah, but it, it's also his first first game. He, he yeah, spent yeah. two weeks away. Gonna I'm not going I'm, I'm yeah. to judge uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois' entire career ba- with the Jets based off of uh, tonight's game. I think that's but just But those three minutes are three minutes more than Line A played in the whole third period. Exactly, week. and that's what I was going to get to. So meanwhile, while PLD is playing his first game with uh, Patrick Line got benched, and everyone lost their minds. Yeah, but um, I'm kind of sitting here asking myself: Is that that? Is it that big of a deal? It's not though, it, and it's just it's just torts being torts. And he, he's that he's that guy who he wants you to give 110 percent every time you go out there, and that's obviously a big part of why 
they were able to beat Toronto last year in the playoffs. And like, cause they're just, they're workhorses. He likes guys that work for him. And it's like Cam Atkinson said, he said he wouldn't do it to anybody. He wouldn't, he wouldn't only just do it to him. He'd do it to everybody. Like he, he said, he'd bench me if I played bad. Exactly. Like, and he said, I, I have been in that situation. He said, like, if you don't give Torts what he expects of you, you're not going to play. Exactly. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I like Torts, like why he's one of my yeah. uh, favorite coaches. Like, he just he, – he gives it his all and – or he expects players to give their all and, and to to give him a full performance. And if you aren't, you're going to be sitting on the bench. And, um, unfortunately, Patrick Liney got the receiving end of that where he, he had to sit on the bench because uh, – he wasn't playing well enough. And, you know, I think that more coaches should actually do that, honestly. Like, um, yeah, too many guys are just floating around. And, and you know, it, <laughs> um, Torts doesn't take any floaters. And that's no. kind of what he's been known for. And it's been a formula that worked for him since he's been in the playoffs so many times. He has a Stanley yeah. Cup to his name. So, you know, I, I, I say... And, and and another thing is is that um, Torts doesn't have as skilled of a team. That's the thing, yeah. though. Columbus, yeah. Columbus consistently like Columbus is second in the division, and they do not have the most talented roster in the NHL. No, and there's a reason why they're not the most talented roster in the NHL, and they're second in their division, is because they're a team full of grinders, smash mouth, in your face, just giving you a full 110% every night. And yeah, it, it, and I don't think that Columbus is ever going to change. Like, I think they're always just going to be really hard to play against. And it's, it starts with the coach and, and how he, how he runs things over there. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's nothing big to worry about if you're a, Patrick Line stand, or if you're a Jackets fan, um, obviously you, ex- you expect more of, of Line A to not only produce, but to to also play harder as well. So, you know, um, nothing to worry about. Obviously, if it happens more and more often, I think it becomes a bit more of a problem. But then again, um, you know, it's it, Patrick Line is very early in his career as a member of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and uh, yeah. And then we had Jack Rosselvick, a newly acquired guy, too, who scored a beauty goal last night. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, he had a nasty goal. I loved it. Yeah, I did, too. A little between the legs and then came over and just deked out the goalie, put five Yeah. And then, obviously, we got Berkey and Ron now to the pass. Yeah, that's... Ron Hextall and Brian Burke. Kind of funny. Ron Hextall hired as the GM, and uh, Brian Burke hired as the... Leader of uh, hockey operations yeah, pre- for the president of hockey ops, you know, and I think that, um, you know, two guys who know their stuff and, and Ron Hextall, he did a really good yeah. job of turning the Flyers into the team they are now. It's a shame he uh, was released or got fired because I think that um, his plan, just as his plan was together, um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, I don't think they fired him. I think they parted ways. I believe was what the actual term. The the fancy the fancy term for fancy term of firing. You know, 
It's yeah. a shame because, like I said, Hextall's plan was all coming together and then um, that happened. But, hey, you know what? He goes to the Penguins and, and you know, the Penguins are in a good spot. Right? Well, right now the Penguins are fifth in the division, but Penguins are in a good spot because you, you, you still got Latang, you still got Crosby, you still got Malkin, and then you have guys yeah. like uh, Jake and Bake. And then you got uh, you got Brian Rust, John Marino, and John Marino, Brian Rust, all these guys, yeah. and and Tristan Jari seems to to be a pretty decent goalie for them. So, um, Sadie DeSmith too is looking good. Er, yeah, so everything's just everything's just working out there, all hunky dory now. I mean, obviously, you know the Pittsburgh Penguins would like to be in um, in a playoff spot right now. They're one point behind the Islanders, but you know. Forget that. Um, just you know, <clears throat> I think I think Ryan or, or sorry Ron and Berkey or Brian coming in here and uh, trying to th- turn things around. I think they'll do a good job, and I think it's what the Pens need because they've all they've had that like old school ownership where they haven't really done anything in the last few years. Yeah, and they don't have a lot and, of youth too. Yeah, and I think these guys will come in and change it. Obviously, they both have a lot of experience and. Uh, I'll miss seeing Berkey on the set of Sportsnet, but uh, at the same time, I wish him luck and uh, hopefully everything goes well. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think that's all we got for hockey right now, but um, we have a lot to talk about uh, coming up. So, I just want to move into the NBA. Then we'll go, uh, then we'll finish off by talking a little footy. UEFA Champions League is coming up soon. And I want us to give, I, I want you to give, our picks for that, but before for the, the six, yeah, for right? round of sixteen, round of 16. But, um, yeah. before that, uh, biggest news coming out of the NBA is Derrick Rose heading back to the uh, heading back, New heading York. back to the New York Knicks. Yep, he re- reunites with his old coach uh, Tom Thibodeau, who is with obviously in Chicago when he won that uh, MVP oh so long yeah. ago. I think it's a great move for the Knicks. You know, uh, they've they've been a good team this year. Like they've been surprising, and obviously they have that youth. They have uh, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, uh, Frank Nealakinta, like some of those guys. And yeah, they have great upside to them, and I think the, adding D Rose is going to help their chances at uh, moving up here into the East and maybe uh, stealing one of those playoff spots. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it really. Um, it, you know, obviously the next goal here, like you said, is to steal a playoff spot. Um, one thing that it does is that it adds a lot of veteran leadership because you, you need a guy who's been to the playoffs. You need a guy who's been to the highs and lows of, of an NBA career. And Derrick Rose has been yeah. there. And the Knicks are a very young team. And they don't have a lot of leadership. And by leadership, I mean they might have some vets, but one thing that, they, that I can assure you they do not have is um, – a one thing I can assure you they do not have is a guy who's been to the playoffs and a guy who's been on winning teams. And I'm and by winning teams, yeah. I don't mean NBA championships, I mean winning records. So, you know, it it's a really good move, and uh, I think it'll help the Knicks out in the long run. They need it, uh, they need the leadership. And um, I think it's good for the Knicks. 
Yeah, things. exactly. At, at the Knicks, and it, and I kind of feel bad because the Knicks, the Knicks remind me a lot of Sens fans. Like they, like they're so, like they care and they're passionate, but they just they're so depressed and they all hate their lives because they're Knicks fans. Um, so to see them you know, enjoying the little bit of success that they have now and to see the next going on this run, you know, it's, it's nice to see. And, um, you know, I really hope that, that things keep going in the next direction because they deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so UEFA champions league first matches kick off, uh, kick off on Tuesday, February the 16th. Dog. So next yeah, week, right? This, uh, week. The, not tonight, but the next Tuesday. So, dog, I'm gonna give you these matchups, and I want you to, to, uh, make your just rhyme off. Who I'm make your it. picks. All right? right. So I'm gonna go from yeah. least entertaining to most. All right. Starting off, okay. we'll go uh, Sevilla Dortmund. Two legs, round of sixteen out of Sevilla and Dortmund. Who do you see coming out of that one? Give me Dortmund. All right. All right, I, I I agree with that. I mean, Sevilla is a really good. Uh, I mean, Sevilla play plays in Spain. I mean, they're they're pretty solid, uh, solid squad. I mean, they're kind of one of those sleepers that that make it in. I agree with that. I mean, you know, I I don't see an upset happening here. Um, next one. Uh, ooh, uh, next one. Porto Juventus. This has to be. This has to be obvious. Juve. We're going UVA, I, I got honestly. UVA winning both legs. Um, yeah. Then uh, RB Leipzig, former semifinalists, trying to get back to where they were last year. Best result, should I say, in their franchise history. The first they've ever gone to semifinals. They're taking on Liverpool. Who do you see in that one? You already know I got Liverpool. Yeah, you one. do. Um I, I actually see this one kind of being close because Leipzig's <laughs> one of those teams that no one really talks about, and the Bundesliga is. Are they not? Are they not like second in the Bundesliga or usually it's, around? Yeah, that it's in the usually Bundesliga? them, Bayern, and, and Dortmund. But yeah, like um, yeah. <clears throat> I think Leipzig is. Uh, Leipzig's one of those sneaky teams. I I I I know I'm gonna break your heart, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they were in the semifinals last year. They've been there, but all it's all good. I just started cheering for Liverpool, yeah, so but um, you know, I I I I'm just gonna, you know, I I just think that uh, like you know, looking at uh, just forgive me, looking at uh, they're second right now in the Bundesliga. Yeah, so you know, it's. <clears throat> It's uh, wait, what the fuck? Dortmund sixth. Yeah, Dortmund's had an off year. Holy God! And Sevilla, <laughs> they've had a really good season. Like I could see, like I, I could. So, so maybe Sevilla would be the upset then. Like maybe we could. See I mean, Sevilla. Sevilla would be an upset because they've had the, like they're, the, no one. They're not getting as much money spent on them. But also at the same time, um, Sevilla right now, they're 13, 3, and 5. And they have 31 goals. 31 goals to 16 goals. They have a lot of offense. So my pick, 
my pick is Sevilla, not one. I think Sevilla moves on. Um, you know what? I will. I will go Sevilla yeah. on that too. That that's that's my pick for that one. Um, then uh, looking at you, you took uh, you took Liverpool Liverpool against Leipzig. I'd see Leipzig sneaking by. Like like if there's okay. yeah. like. Leipzig Liverpool sounds like one of those matchups where both teams split two legs, you know. And the safe yeah. picks. My head saying Liverpool, my heart says Leipzig, but you know, I I could see this. I could see this where both teams split the legs, but you know, I I I think that uh, Liverpool will probably come out on top in uh, that one. Then Atalanta and Real Madrid. I think I gotta yeah, go Real Madrid uh, there. You know that that's kind of a a given there. Um, yeah, they're just so experienced and they're just so they're so strong. They're such a strong club that uh, you know it's when you're going up against Atalanta, who's a team that's kind of been all right. I I mean they have they've scored forty eight goals. But their defense also kind of worries me. So um, we're going to see how that one goes. But I, I, I agree with you on that one there. I, I see uh, I see Atalanta uh, coming – or I see Atalanta just losing to Real Madrid. So, wait, I, I'm kind of confused. I know we're backtracking. So did you take Sevilla or Dortmund? I, I changed my answer okay. to Sevilla. Um. Then, yeah. uh, so you took uh, Sevilla, you're taking Liverpool, you're taking Madrid, you took Juventus, Lazio, Bayern. Yeah, Bayern's Bayern. probably one of the best clubs in in footy right now. They're, they're, they're just so good. It, it's not even funny. Um, and then here's yeah. going to – it's going to be a heavy – and they got Davies playing left yeah. back now, eh? Did you hear that? Is, he made the position. Is he healthy? Is back. he in or is he still hurt? I, I thought I'm he was I'm not back. quite sure. I could be wrong about that. I'll get your little check and you um, read off to me the next This one might be obvious, but Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Manchester City. Yeah, that's I'm kind of the Man obvious City. Pick. Like they've been, they've been dominating the pre- and they're, Premier League. They're just this year. on fire right now. They're, I, it, you know, it, it's yeah. all coming together. Well, they fucking ripped Liverpool. Yeah, they, the night they're just, you know, like, it's... like I know everybody's not football fans, but like in football, that's a pretty, pretty big, big uh, goal line, big margin to win. Yeah, by. and it's a shocker, especially coming yeah. up against going up against the top four, uh, top four team like Liverpool. I'd be interested to see yeah. how Liverpool does in the Premier League table if they can hang on to that top four spot and still find their way into the Champions League. Um, Mo Salah is the top scorer right now, too. He has 16 goals, and I was checking earlier, and he has 16 yeah. goals this season in EPL. And then, uh, so this next one's a heavyweight bout, but, you know, because it's two big names, but right, one of the teams on fought, one of the teams playing are on fire and the other team is uh, eh. um Atletico Madrid and Chelsea. 
I'm going Atletico yeah, I, Madrid. I'm taking Atleti as well. It's uh, they've been insane this year in La Liga. So I, I'm taking Atleti as well. It's it, it's not even it's not even close. Like forty, like the goal differential of thirty, and um, a win and a record of sixteen three and one. And here's their here's their last uh five games. Um, win, win, win. Win, draw. Yeah. It's you know it, they're just so they're just so strong and there's no there's no answer for them. So you know I, I see I see Atleti moving on to the next round, um, and yeah. So uh, the this Champions League this round of sixteen is really good, and then um, yeah we got. One game, one last game that I'm setting up for you. It's a big one. Barcelona PSG. I want Barca. Like that's that's my team, so I gotta go Barca. Yeah, I mean Barca's been there, right? They have the experience and PSG they're they're still yeah. young, like by my standards. They have a lot of talent. I mean, they were there in the finals. Here's where I disagree with you though. PSG's been in the finals. Um, PSG has been in the finals. Kylian Mbappe is just having a season and a half, 16 goals in, in, uh, Liga. Um, and they've won four straight games. A goal, dif- expected goal differential per 90 minutes is 1.24, um, 50 goals for 15, seven, two record, uh, points per game is 2.13 their expected goals 55.6 that is insane numbers ray dog they are on a roll right now they're kicking ass you're scaring they're me kicking Paul. ass and taking <laughs> names they're the finalists i feel like psg has a lot of unfinished business and with mbappe yeah. and angel di maria and neymar and all those big names that play for psg I'm sorry, buddy, but I'm taking PSG in that one. It's okay. The only thing that sucks for me is my two teams are playing at three o'clock on the 16th, so it's either going to be split screens or split a lot of screens flipping. on the zone. Let's go. So, how do you do those? I still haven't uh, figured so, that out. Well, I don't know if you can do it on game consoles, but I could do it because I I can't do it on uh, my smart TV. And I can't do it on my game console, yeah. but I can do it on the Apple TV where you just hold the menu button and then you get two games going at once. Okay. But I don't, but I think Apple TV might be the only one. So Radog goes Liverpool, Sevilla, Atleti, Real Madrid, Barca, Juventus, Bayern, Man City. The only one that I disagree with him on right now is Leipzig, Liverpool. I got all this. Well, two ones, my two picks are. Uh, Leipzig, Sevilla, Atleti, Real Madrid, PSG, Juve, Bayern, Man City in the round of 16. I guess you're just you're disputing what I'm saying on the 16th, so I guess we'll, well see what we'll happens. We'll have to 16th. see what happens on the 16th. If anyone's just – I feel like coming in here – my three, my two sleepers are like, well, I don't even know if we can consider Leipzig a sleeper because they've just been, they've been a really strong club recently. Uh, excuse me. 
You could still consider not a sleeper, but an underdog because there is a lot of great teams always in UEFA, obviously. So there's always yeah. But I will underdogs. say this: German, the Bundesliga. I think it's it's obvious. It's the hardest league to win in. It's one of the hardest leagues to win in. And we were talking about teams that are battling. And earlier, I know hockey and soccer are two different things, but like, um, you know, you know. It, there's always that one team that no one really looks at because there's not a whole lot of star power, but there's a lot of heart on that club. And there's a reason why they have the record that they have. And it's because they just grind you or they, 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 they just work you into the ground every single game. And also Peter Galashi, 10 clean sheets. He leads the Bundesliga in 10 clean sheets. And Leipzig has a very good defensive club. I think that Bundes that I and also for and the Bundesliga is one of the hardest leagues to win in, if not the hardest, because you got to take out take down Dortmund, you got to take down Bayern Munich, and right now Leipzig's second. They have um, they they have one of the best defenses in the in the Bundesliga. I would even argue in Europe, their goaltender's hot right now. If anyone's going to beat Liverpool, and, and Liverpool's struggling right now as well, I'm sorry, dog, but it's true. Liverpool is struggling, and I, I take I yeah. take Leipzig plus, like I said, semifinalists, unfinished business. Same goes for PSG, like, but complete different, complete opposite. Um, offense heavy, all superstars, but they do feel like they have some unfinished business, and so that's why. I'm taking Leipzig and PSG here and Sevilla. They might be a little bit of an underdog. If they can get some help in the draws and they can get drawn up against a club that they can go toe to toe with, I could see Sevilla going on a little bit of a run, um, maybe even to the semifinals. Who knows? Okay. I respect that. All right. So uh, jam-packed episode, lots to talk about. So uh, I guess we move on to uh, Parlay Party. Okay. Do you want to start that uh, off or do you want me to? You start it off. I, I got I to gotta get shit set up here. Can I get some uh, – can I talk about some Betway boost right now? We – I know we're not – We sound like Betway, we are. But shout out to Betway. We sound like we are. Betway, if you listen to this, sauce us like uh, some merch or something, and uh, we'll keep uh, shouting your name out. If not, we'll just refer to you as the guys we used to bet on yeah. sports with. Please, please. We're, we're two broke college kids. Just please give us money. Yeah. Yeah. Just even like in like a, like, I don't know, $50 like a crumb. Like, or something. Just give but... me, like, just give me 50 cents. Give me another free scratch off ticket. Like you do for my daily spins every day, I get a daily free scratch off ticket. Like you get like wait three instead of just, just calling it more. instead of just calling it Betway Boost, why don't you just call it your prop bet? Just so we don't just just so that okay, like so in my... case someone who does work for Betway comes across us and then we get copyrighted. Okay, so my prop bet was be correct score to be either three nothing, three one, or three two for Swan City versus Man City, and that's at plus five. And then I'd also take Tottenham Hotspurs to win and both teams to score, and that is Everton and Tottenham Spurs, and that's at plus six and a half. All right. 
And then my regular bets for the week would be, just give me a second here. I'm going to take Montreal over Toronto tomorrow night. And I will also take, let's get some NBA action going here. Because I'm never betting on KHL again. Yeah, you kind of went into a dark place there betting on the (laughs) KHL, man. I did. I'm not addicted. It's just I, I ain't got to a bet problem with gambling. Gambling's got a problem with me. Exactly. It's it, it's not it's not a problem with exactly. You're making money. I won big last night. I I uh, well, I mean, win big. I'm betting on a budget here. Like, keep in mind, like I said, we're broke yeah. college kids. Okay. Um. I, I, I made like thirty bucks off like a parlay and then like um and then, yeah, and then like too. a prop bet too, with like yeah. Oilers and the Leafs. Um you know, it was a good night. Yeah. And then I bet on uh, on Leeds playing against Crystal Palace. It was a good night. It was a well, not even a good night. It was a good day. It was a good day because yeah. it started off with the win with uh, in the Leeds Palace game. That was such a bad game, like two teams in the bottom 10 or like bottom eight or leads is like what middle of the pack and crystal palace is facing um relegation but uh who who won that two nothing okay i figured yeah leads has kind of been a surprise man like like first they are in the premier league since the 90s and they're holding their own and it seems like they're gonna be back in the premier league next year like that's kind of a nice story to see and i love that i i love seeing new clubs Throwing their hat in the match, throwing their throwing their hat in the in the draw, and and making a name for themselves. Like like I want to see like this one club that plays in like a thousand seat stadium make it. Like I don't want to see Crystal Palace get slapped all year. Exactly. Um. Like, give me West Gloucestershire FC. West Gloucestershire City FC in the in the Premier League. Like I don't want to see Palace. Exactly. I like I like an under. I want I want to see Stoke. I want a rainy night. Exactly. Stoke back. I want to see Deeney. I want I want to see I want to see the I want to see Deeney just like plop one into the net like uh, like he did back in the day. Man, those were some good times. Um, my night started off pretty good though. I, I took the Sens to cover the puck line, and they did. So now the Sens are three for one covering whenever I get them to cover puck line. I took the prop bet tonight of um, the boost, which is a plus 650 of the Oilers, Knights, and Panthers winning. And currently the Oilers and Panthers have won. And I believe the Knights are up. I, I added the Flames into my parlay. Yeah, one Did one you? with nine minutes to go in the in the second period, and I took the Knights too against the Ducks. That that seemed to be a given for me. Given for me. I've I've just been doing the prop bets lately, and I like them because I don't have to c- construct things together. Kind of trying to just let it. Yeah, and they're usually good. No, all that's, props are fun. Um. Yeah. Wait, did you? Do you have any other picks for Parley Party? I was just gonna say tomorrow night I'd I'd take the Cavs over the Nuggets because I like Colin Sexton and uh, he's been playing great lately. And then uh, I'd take the Pacers over the Nets. I don't know what the thing is for that because I don't have it on here. But uh, the Pacers are definitely gonna be the upset. Off, so. City over in Shea Dog. 
I don't know. I just like tossing, you know, a few dollars on the underdog. Yeah, well, the payoffs so is huge. Um, so fucking West Ham yeah. let me down today, man. I put a fiver by cost the way. Cost me a tenner. Cost or no? <laughs> it cost me a fiver. I had a tenner. Oh, <laughs> hey. ah. Cost me a fiver. Oh. Hey. There's only one bar. Hey. Only one barmaid. For every man. She was wearing glasses. And nothing else. So I found a plant. A weed plant. Um so there was no leaves left. Man. Smoked them all. What a guy. Um so yeah, my picks for Parley Party. Um I'm sticking. I, I'm gonna stick on the pitch as well. Um, lots of uh, FA Cup action tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna take it under. Well, not actually. Everton has the the better odds in their way. I'm taking Everton over uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, uh, so yeah, give me give me Tottenham, and then uh, tomorrow night. Looking at the NHL here tomorrow night, I'm taking the Bruins against the uh, against the Rangers. Um, you know, just the Rangers. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with those guys. They they just they just they 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 just seem like they can't get their poop in a group. Um, and then looking at basketball, I, I guess I'll be on the court as well um, tomorrow. Uh, we got uh, the Hornets and the Grizzlies. I'm going to take the Grizzlies on that one. I think the Grizzlies are, uh, you know, they're a scary team. And Jaw scares me. Nice. I, I walk around with the constant fear of getting dunked on by Jaw Morant. You're a weekend about politics? Yeah, but like every like three years. <laughs> Joe Biden's first international visit as president. Canada's at plus five. I'd take Canada just because it's like... Just because it's closer. The favorite is UK at plus 150. Probably because of like quarantine laws or something. I'd take Canada just because it's like closer. And, uh, you know? Yeah. It's always, it's always. Russia, North Korea are at plus I'd take North Korea. <laughs> put, a, <laughs> put a dollar on I, North Korea. To, to be honest, I would put a dollar at France at plus 11 because France has that. Uh, What's that uh, committee they have for all the weather shit that Trump just said, fuck oh, you, I'm not being uh, a part of this fucking bullshit. The climate. Uh... Climate. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean, but it's like the agreement thingy. Yeah. yeah. That would be a low-key a safe dollar. Like, other than Canada, I think that would be make the most sense. Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta save the climate somehow. So, let's yeah, talk to... Exactly. Uh, Gotta save the climate somehow, so gotta talk to uh gotta talk to the French boys. Be like, yo, why is the weather like this? And they'll be like, I don't know. And then you shake hands and take a picture. 
<laughs> and then and you then do, you it, do again it again next, next year. year. And, you know, the weather gets better eventually. It gets better in June. Yeah. But the it winter does. isn't very fun. Well, I mean, it is. It, I mean, depending on who you ask. I like to ski. I yeah. like to go. I like to go. Uh, to go hit an outdoor rink. Exactly. Like I, I like to hit the ODR. Like I haven't been to the Rideau Rideau Canal in a minute. I've You've never, never been, been to the Rideau, Rideau Canal. Canal. Okay. Never been we to the Rideau to Canal. We have to go to the Rideau Canal. Like I think, as a Canadian, like going skating go. on the Rideau Canal is like the one thing you have to do before you die. It's. Can I also say I've never been skiing? What? I have never okay. Been that skiing. that's that's fair because there's a lot of people that I know that haven't been skiing that haven't gone skiing in their lives either. Who was it, Biz Nasty that was talking about never been skiing and how he's going to hit bunny hills when he was, uh, like in Vermont or something? Yeah, on last vacation? time I went skiing, I was like 14. I, I'm a big skiing guy. I I don't go skiing as often, but I, but you know, I've I'm that guy who. Where every time the snow falls, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go skiing this year. And then I don't. I just put it yeah. off. <laughs> I, I just put it off until next winter. And I'll be like, oh, I'll ski next year. I've always wanted to go skiing. I just never was really like, no, I had nobody really interested in. So I never went. And anytime we went on like trips and like stuff in like elementary school, we'd yeah. go tubing and stuff. And like some people would go skiing, but I, I was I'm a, like, I'm tubing a big guy. skiing guy. I like so. to ski. Yeah, I, I, yeah. you know, we'll have to go sometime. back in my prime. They used to call me uh, Justine, Justine Dufour La Pointe. <laughs> Justine yeah. Dufour La Pointe. That was, uh, why was that your nickname? Because she could ski and so can I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's that I from? <laughs> I just said she could ski and so can I. I'm pretty good at it. Big skiing guy. I like to ski. I like to. I'll I'll go on any hill except for for um. Oh my god! I know what the I know what the term is. You know the one with the bumps in the hill. <laughs> that's no, the that's bunny a bunny one? hill. Bunny hill is just like a straight hill that like um if you're a little Uh-oh. kid you you go down and then like if you're able to do like s turns like in the middle of the slope or if you're able to actually stop they'll be like okay you can go on the hardest slope or like if you can bear like okay you can only go on the green you know what i mean like the bunny hill is pretty much just like a test for little kids to go on to see what level they can they can do what's their max you know it's moguls. is the one with the bumps not a mogul I can yeah. I I don't go on moguls. I I'm actually terrified of moguls because <laughs> one time I was afraid I'd like break my knees or something. That's yeah. So I mean we're getting off topic, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, we're gonna I'm you're definitely going to the Rideau Canal at some point. It's something that you have to experience yep. at least once in your lifetime as a Canadian. Um, so yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take you at some point. Um, so game of the week, my game of the week. Um, the my I had very wet K's on the week. Game of the week. Um, 
I'm going on the <laughs> basketball court. I, I I haven't done basketball for for game of the week in a while, um, and I'm gonna go uh, gonna go Thunder and Lakers. Last time those two teams met, they went in overtime. It was a really fun game. Wanted to bet on the Lakers, but I had a feeling that it wouldn't really work out for me. So you know what? I did not bet on the Lakers, and I'm really glad I did not because it went into overtime, and that would have meant I lost money. So, you know, the the Thunder are really young and up-and-coming team, and the Lakers, they're really good. I think that makes for a really good matchup. I think it's going to be fun. So I say uh, I say tune in to the... Uh, to the Lakers and Thunder game tomorrow for some nice little uh, little Wednesday evening basketball. I was going to go to the court, Tommy. Ooh, double basketball. I'm going to go to the pit. I'm going to go to the pitch. Football. Can I? Can next Tuesday be a game of the week, or are we just going to do a game of the week for this week? Uh, yeah, we can next Tuesday. Yeah, fair enough. So next Tuesday, I got Barcelona PG at 3 o'clock. Yeah, on that's going to be a banger. I want you guys to turn into that, but that will not be my game of the week. That's just a shout-out to that game. My game of the week will be Raps and Celtics on the 11th, which is Ooh. Thursday at 7.30. Raptors and nice. Celtics. Like to see the like to see uh, Marcus Smart drop like five threes on the Raptors whenever like he can't did you see whenever Draymond Green tried that goofy shit and tried shooting a three-pointer from the logo that was the dumbest no. thing ever like there was like seconds there was oh when like, was that? I think last night maybe there was like seconds left in was that against maybe, Dallas? I don't know what whoever the last team that the Warriors played there was like sec there was like seconds Dallas. left in the game and uh <laughs> I think the the Warriors were down by two or three. Like, either way, it was a one-possession game. Like, if the Warriors score, they either win or tie the game. I'm not sure. I just saw a thing that said Warriors lose after Draymond Green's smartest dumb play. In- yeah, like, um, <laughs> so. I'm going to watch this right so now I just to see Curry, what happens. Curry was open for at least a shot. Like, and then he passed, and then the guy inbounded it to Draymond and then Draymond thought that he was Curry for a second and tried shooting it from the logo but it was like the worst shot you could have ever taken and he hit the backboard and um he kind of just blew the game for the Warriors and um yeah that's all I gotta say about Draymond D's nuts green he D's does nuts. look like he that does. Guy. He look looks like, like he looks guy. like a mix between uh, Donkey from Sh- Donkey exactly. from Shrek. He and looks D's like if guy. those two dudes had a kid. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, what do you say, dog? We pack it up for uh, pack it up for another week. Yeah, I guess. All righty, thank you week. very much. Uh, follow us on Instagram at True Story Bro underscore Pod. Um, we post a lot of memes, news updates, uh, stuff like that. Uh, don't forget to listen, keep listening to us on uh, Spotify. We're also available on uh, Google Podcasts, Radiocast, where, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and exactly, you, you name, name it, it we're, we're there. there. Same time next week, knuckleheads, um, as Michael Wilbon would say. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, have a good one, guys. Peace.